Spirits Up Business Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I am Lauren. And today, the show is brought to you by the Afterlight Institute, Ignite the Light, Magic, and Miracles Within. If you are a spiritual professional and you've been building your skills and knowledge for years and you feel ready to share this wisdom with the world, then the Afterlight Institute, aka me, wants to work with you. If you want to create your very own online course without having to worry and stress about the technology and the marketing, and if you need some accountability to help you actually get your course um, into the world, then you're strongly urged to apply. So all the details can be found at theafterlightinstitute.com. Uh, I, you know, it's a bit of a vague sort of blurb, but basically, if you're ready to get your online course out into the world and you need some help, then I can help you. So feel free to send me a DM, DM as well if you want a little bit more information. But I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Love that. Short and sweet. Mm. It's weird when we don't screw up the intro because it's kind of like, uh, oh, okay. Missing something. So we're supposed to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, exactly. we usually have a conversation something. about it. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So girl, why don't you uh, tell the listener at home what we're talking about today? So the theme for today is all about achieving balance. And in life, this is, uh, I think, probably the most important thing, really. We all talk about, you know, work-life balance. How do we do that? You know, I think COVID sort of, you know, changed a bit of this with us because a lot of us are working from home. A lot of parents are homeschooling. I met a lady yesterday who's now homeschooling all her kids because she's like, they've been out of school, you know, for like, some people have been in seven lockdowns. So it's like, what's the difference? You know, some oh, kids wow. haven't even attended school for more than a few days this term. So she's like, if I'm doing it, you know, for most of the term, I might as well just do it permanently. So a lot of parents are actually taking, well, I won't say a lot, but a lot of people I'm talking about or talking to. I say they're just taking their kids out of the school system, you know, <laughs> what's the point? Uh, Cause they're all working from home as well, you know? So it's an interesting time that we're in Lauren, I think really interesting time. But today we're talking about that balance, you know, how do we sort of do that? And I think it's important, you know, with more people working from home, more kids homeschooling, um, this is something that's, you know, super important because it does take a toll if you can't find that balance on the mind and on the uh, mental state. So uh, this is a really, really important talk topic today, I think. But uh, we do like to catch yeah, up on what's been going on yeah, uh, in our lives, Lauren. So did you want to kick it off with uh, what you've been getting up to? Um, sure. I guess, you know, the short answer is that not that much. Uh, that That's, you know, really worth mentioning to the listener at home or to you. Nothing super major. Uh, but I will say that I do, I did buy some sound panels and they are behind me now. I went to my car to get them because I thought at least I could set them up for our chat today and it'd help my sound in here. But um, when I started opening the box, I was like, oh, this is a little bit more elaborate than what I <laughs> originally thought. So um, my partner and I are going to be putting them up this weekend. So I'm really excited because I've really wanted to turn my office into the studio where I sort of do everything. Normally what I do is I kind of travel around my house to try to find somewhere with the best sound. Uh, but as of, um, as of Saturday or Sunday this week, then my, my office will be sort of converted into a studio. So I'm really, really excited about that. I also got a new Oracle deck. I know it's your week this week for the uh, choosing the Oracle cards. So Ooh, I can I'll, that I'll play me, with yeah. it next week. No, let me go. But it's them. the, um, okay. It's the magic of the unicorns deck I got from Diana Cooper. And uh, 
it's just such a beautiful deck. And I know Michelle's talked about if you're based in Australia, Big W really has a lot of really great deals on Oracle cards and the things like that. But actually I noticed today that Big W actually has an eBay account as well. So if you don't have a Big W near you, you can actually order at the same price the um, a lot of their Oracle decks just directly on eBay for the same price. So that was really awesome. Um, one thing too that I think is really cool, and we're going to be talking about it in an, an episode, two episodes time is about intuition, but how one thing sort of leads to another. And I've been really drawn lately to... Uh, to kind of explore a little bit more of the world of unicorns. And I actually did it, a Diana Cooper unicorn meditation this morning, which is really beautiful. And, you know, to the point where I probably didn't ground. So this is actually what we're going to talk about today, which is really funny. But uh, I was a little bit airy fairy for a while and it took me a little while to kind of just come down from that. So yeah, I just thought I would uh, share that unicorn conversation and uh, yes. Over to you, Michelle. Love What's happening? I wanted to ask about that sound thing on your wall. Is it like, how does, what is, like their panels that you sort of put all around the walls? Yep. Yeah. So they're, they're actually like sound. I could put a link to it in the show notes if our yeah. listener at home wants. So, um, so I basically bought a studio kit. And you know, when you, I don't know if you've ever gone into a recording studio, but basically professional so recording studios, a lot the of them. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I bought those. I bought, I bought eight, those. eight of those. Wow, they're in every every uh, yeah. radio station, like around the walls, where you do your read and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, so I bought those kind of things in them, or I don't know if they're exactly yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. And um, I'm noticing now. I just opened the box. I think I got beige, but I ordered gray. So hopefully, um, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I'll have a look. Anyway, yes. So. Uh, I'm like, maybe I didn't, I will have to look after I'm like, maybe I, maybe they look beige, but they're not. Anyway, maybe I'm looking at the bottom of them. Anyway, I put a link to it in the show notes. Okay. If you live in Australia, That's there really was a cool. deal on when I bought them. So it cost me about 500 bucks. Wow. Yes. Fantastic. Love that. What a good tip. I didn't realize you could buy them. Uh, okay. So uh, just in terms of, I guess, my week, it's been really cool actually i've had some really awesome little confirmations and validations and and this kind of leads into probably what we're talking about next week a little bit um in terms of intuition and things you do without really thinking um about it but um a couple of really beautiful stories from spirit uh read for a lady and her son she likes to do past life readings with me so i just do them remotely and sort of send them to her uh, i record it and basically i saw the pair of them it was so cool um reunited uh so they'd been separated they were little orphans didn't have parents but they were separated and they reunited at this um uh, orphanage and it was also a boys home but uh it was saint francis was the reference that i got and i managed to find saint francis orphanage um but it wasn't just oh saint francis there's the orphanage it was like in the in the reading in the recording i'd said to her the building goes across and then it comes towards me at either end and it's all symmetrical um, that both ends sort of turn like on a right angle and come out like this. And I'm standing right in the middle and there's a wrought iron fence and la 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 and all this. And it was like quite specific. Anyway, I was looking up the images and I found the exact image and I put, I actually put a post up on my Facebook page because I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this is exactly what I was looking at. Um, the wrought iron fence, the building came out on right angles at both ends. Um, it was St. Francis Orphanage, it's also boys home. And uh, it was exactly what I described. The other weird thing that happened, um, and I, obviously I'm a medium, but um, sometimes I get surprised as well by spirit where I was sort of doing this past life reading for this girl 
And then her nan, I didn't realize it was a nan, but her nan has arrived on my lounge chair and I'm sort of sitting there, la, la, la. And then all of a sudden this woman is lying on my lounge in front of me on a different chair to me. And she was sort of like lying back and she had a hand on her head and she had like a hat next to her and she just looked exhausted. And she was telling me these and she didn't sort of move from her position. It was really strange. She was sort of lying there looking exhausted the whole time. And she's telling me about being in an asylum. You know, she was committed, you know, to a mental asylum, all this stuff. It was like prison, la, la, la. Show me about her whole life. And I, um, I'm recording all of this and, and putting it um, in a message to Kimberly, the um, girl I'm reading for. And, um, and she confirmed me. She, she said, that's my nan. And I described the outfit, you know, what she was wearing. She said, there's a photo of her in that. Um, and she had been in a mental asylum and, and had had a really difficult life. So that was amazing. But it did give me a bit of a start because yes, I do mediumship, but usually I sort of call them in. But this woman, I was sort of doing this past life reading and all of a sudden she's just appeared, you know, in this chair with me. And the biggest thing was, cause we were trying to clear past lives. The woman let me know, um, after telling her story that she was now able to be set free. And I just got confirmation of that. Um, she was able to be set free, you know, so there was that ancestral stuff that all of us carry around with us. We don't always realize it's like baggage. Um, and it comes through the umbilical cord, um, into each child. So that woman, all of her stuff now, all her torment and torture was able to be set free, you know, cause women were committed to asylum for all sorts wow. of unusual reasons. So, and not always, um, <sighs> worthy reasons. So that was a super interesting reading. I also had, um, the lady with the daughter that came to see me and they had the yellow flowers where the, um, client before them bought yellow flowers and the yellow flowers were significant to them. It was a nun's favorite, nun's favorite flowers, a yellow rose. So I read for them again and it was, um, she brought her mother this time. So it was her mum, it was her, her mum and her mum's mum. Uh, so mum's mum's in spirit. And uh, it was really, really amazing because she came over and we were talking about um, the, the roses and I, um, I said, oh, I can see the bushes, but they don't have flowers on. But I'm uh, being told that there's a yellow and pink rose somewhere. There's yellow and pink, yellow and pink. And um, she, the woman's mother said, oh my God. And she said, I was just talking to my father um, which is Nan's husband. And he showed me on the camera cause they were talking on zoom, uh, showed me on the camera. He bought this bunch of yellow and pink roses, specifically yellow and pink for his wife for their anniversary. And she's deceased, but he bought them in honor of her, uh, because his flowers weren't, um, blooming yet. And I was just like yellow and pink, yellow. And pink. Oh my God. Um, so she broke down wow. at that point. She's still a bit like, Oh, who's this lady? But she broke down. She was like, Oh my God, I can't, I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you did that. Um, so that was really awesome confirmation, but also the flowers, the flowers, it's all about the flowers. Um, also I was talking about Ann Gettys because I had seen these little pictures of these babies and they were all like with cute little outfits on and all of this. And I was like, Oh, that really reminds me of Ann Gettys. And I'd seen it day before the reading. And I said to the woman, I said, oh, you know, Ann Geddes and, you know, she was a real trailblazer and everyone started getting their little baby photos mm -hmm. when Ann Geddes did her thing. And, you know, she was kind of the first to really do that, you know, to position babies in that way and dress them up. Yeah. And the mother of this woman said, remember, we got your son in the vase. We stuffed him into this vase and it was like, because this woman actually does photography and they stuffed him in a vase with sunflowers and um, took photos and she said that was inspired by Ann Geddes. We'd read the book, we had her book and, and we were like, let's try and you know, replicate this. Um, anyway, they did it with the sun and they, it's their favorite photo and they laugh their asses off whenever they see it apparently. And so I went, oh my God, I said, look in there. My husband had bought me a big bunch of sunflowers and the sunflowers were sitting in the dining room and I hadn't seen them on the way in. 
um, yeah, there were sunflowers in the dining room and I was like, and they were yellow, obviously. And uh, Nan was just having a field day with us. So she had obviously kind of, and this is about the intuition because my husband's like, you know, he just, he's never bought sunflowers for me before. He knows they're, you know, a flower that I love, but he'd never bought them for me before. And um, yeah, they, they were in the dining room uh, the day of the reading. So Nan uh, is very, very clever. And, um, and that's what we're going to be getting into. That's kind of a sneak peek, I guess, of what we're going to be talking about next week when we do intuition, mm -hmm. uh, which is really cool. So um, that's it for me in my week, Lauren. But um, yeah, just really beautiful. Confirmation from spirit, the yellow and pink roses, kind of really, that was, that was it. You know, that, that woman, she was on board, you know, she was like, yep, my mum's here. I definitely believe in this now. And uh, the rest of the reading was really, really nice uh, for both of them. So um, getting into the show. Did you Pretty want amazing that you, that you give people this like validation that there's life after death that would people yeah. would never be the same again after that and they were they were skeptical and especially the woman with the daughter she was quite skeptical and um she didn't know what to expect but she i think i said she cried the whole way through the first reading with her daughter and then came back from war with her mom and her mom and her are crying and it was just really nice oh. because when they sort of recognize that there is life after death it gives you yeah a bit of hope you know a bit of hope that there's something more um, Lauren, I'm just drawing my card. I just wanted to show you this quickly. Animal tarot is what I'm using. So it's the only tarot deck that I own. It's got a little sunflower. Just realized. Uh, Lauren. <laughs> a sunflower. Oh my God. Oh my God. Lisa at home. Isn't that funny? I didn't even think about that when I walked over there and grabbed it. But anyway, sunflower on the front of the deck and on the side with a little dragonfly on the side of it. Um, so going with your awakening, it's a 12, which is one and two, which I add up to three, which becomes our strength, Holy Trinity pyramids. Um, so really strong number. Uh, this card is an awakening. It's got a picture of a giraffe on it and he's eating from an apricot oh. tree. So there's actually fruit on the tree. His uh, head is in the leaves. He's in amongst the leaves are very tall and the apricots are looking very fresh and juicy and ripe and ready to eat. So he's got his head up there, ready to pick that fruit. So the awakening, we use a giraffe for this. And these are the animal tarot, as I said. There's also a little beautiful butterfly sitting on the leaf there. But we Aww. use a giraffe for this because when we're awakening, we're raising. And this is actually perfect for what we're talking about today, isn't it? Finding the balance, um, you know, getting everything back. Yes. And the top of the, you know, top is the crown. You know, that's what we're aiming for is up here. That's enlightenment. Yeah. So we go for the giraffe because he's nice and tall. He's got a nice long neck and he's one of the tallest, I believe, probably the tallest um, animal in the animal kingdom uh, current times. So the giraffe is uh, looking at things in a different way. It's a little bit like the eagle, I guess, for me in terms of animals. Uh, all will make sense when you get a different perspective. So what this is about is taking yourself out of the story. You know, people always get attached to the story. They come in and, oh, this is going on and the kids have got that and the grandmas, whatever. You know, they get so attached to the story and it's like, pull yourself out of the story for a moment, get a different perspective. And that's why sometimes we just get a second opinion. Sometimes we go out and we'd like meet up with a girlfriend, have a coffee. You know what I mean? Um, this is what's going on. What do you think? And get a second opinion. That's a different perspective again, because, you know, when you're in it and you're close to it, it's sometimes hard, you know, to be able to see that. So uh, don't worry if your progress is halted temporarily, things will soon start moving again. So if you feel like you're a bit stuck, um, things are going to start to shift and start to move. So for the listener at home, that is your card for, we'll say the week, we'll say the week. Um, and it is the awakening card. 
yeah, awakening. Uh, and a lot of people are doing that at the moment. Um, you know, COVID definitely helping people see things in a different light. You either love it or hate it. And if you can sort of, I guess, accept it. Say, oh, well, <laughs> love it or hate it. Well, you do. You really do. People are very, I'm like, not sure I, if people loving. love no, 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 but I'm, no, no, no. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the circumstances. Like I'm not bothered by lockdowns, you know, we're not so affected by them, but I did have to cancel a trip, but I'm saying for me, it's a great circumstance. I'm working remotely. I was made redundant. My life changed because yeah. of that event. I'm not saying I love the disease or the virus. I'm I know. I love the circumstances because it was just easy for me to make fun of you for it okay. for a second. Good. Well, you understand what I mean. Hopefully, <laughs> listener at home um, isn't yeah. confused by that. Um, okay. So no, they're okay. Um, I just have a question, Michelle. Yeah, I have a question. Um, you said number three is strength, holy trinity. What was the other thing? Pyramid. Three sides. Pyramid. So oh, I like that a lot because um, I am working on uh, understanding numbers more because mm -hmm. I want to read more oracles. So it's important, but I've always associated the number three with like new ideas and creativity, mm -hmm. but I never thought of adding the Holy Trinity, the pyramid and the strength. Yeah. I really like that a lot. Mm. Uh, so that's, yeah. so thank you for that. I'm going to add that to my repertoire. Yeah. I mean, see what resonates three. with you. That's the thing. Like, you know, we spoke about last time, number six for me, is it like a bit pessimistic that you mean something different? So yeah. just, you know, trust your intuition, yeah. but really it's just based on the fact that, you know, the Trinity is three triangles are three sided and you can't crush them. Pyramids are the strongest shape. Um, cause you've seen the, you know, pyramids in Egypt. Um, you can't break them. You can't, you know, yeah. you can't break them down. It's very, very strong shape. Whereas squares, you can, you know, lean on it and it'll go that way or that way, a square shape, whereas a triangle, you can't, oh. you can't do anything with it. It's the strongest shape. Oh, that's so really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. We should all live in, in pyramids. Um, okay. So just also I checked my sound oh, panels yeah. just now. They are the right color. Oh, I was God. like, Oh no. Thank God. They're, they're the right color. You have to send they're them back great. and get new ones. Yeah. All right. So what we're no. talking about today is finding balance. So if we can find balance in our bodies, in ourselves, um, you know, the idea is that we can apply that to the outside world. Lauren and I do like to balance the status, not all woo-woo. We do like to talk about business and stuff like that as well. So we're trying to balance that. Now I did talk about working from home. That's happening more frequently, la, la, la. Um, so we do have to really try to work things out at home and, and that can lead to more expenses um, at home as well with everyone working sort of remotely and food and, you know, all those things that sometimes we don't spend as much on when we've got everyone at home. So I'm going to outline a few ways today that I can sort of think of that, you know, may be able to help you um, balance and rebalance. And Lauren and I are going to be speaking a bit about the chakras in the body as well, uh, because that's all part of the balance. So we've got seven. I won't go into a huge amount of detail, but um, they're basically like funnels um, from a healing perspective, poking out of the body. The smaller part of the funnel is towards the body, um, going out into sort of that cone shape. Um, so they vary in color, you know, red from root, uh, violet up in crown space. And they're sort of indicators of how well balanced the body is, um, which makes them a key part of uh, my job as a healer to check them. So I check each of the chakras and I just sort of do that energetically with my hands. I just sort of feel around them. Sometimes you can see them as well. Um, interestingly, crown space is actually a heart. Um, so the twin hearts meditation connects the physical heart with the crown space, which is actually psychically speaking a heart. And Lauren, I actually saw for the first time someone's crown with the heart in it. Their crown was perfectly intact. First time ever that I've seen yeah. it. And psychically looking through my third eye, I was like, holy moly. And I told her, I said, mate, your crown is perfect. It's the first heart I've seen in someone's crown. First one. 
So whether it's just me becoming no. more sensitive, I don't know, but um, most people's crowns require a lot of healing. And um, yeah, this one had the, uh, she had the perfect shaped heart in her crown space. And I was like, wow. And she's, she's amazing. She's an amazing chick. So. I was going to say, is she like quite psychic and everything? Yeah, she's really super connected. Um, she is a bit damaged. I mean, she, um, you know, has had trauma in her life. So it's really interesting that I saw that because, you know, I assume that trauma, trauma affects different parts of the body, but I would have assumed potentially it may have affected that. But her crown was just this beautiful heart. Couldn't believe it. First one I've ever seen. Wow. Um, and it proved because I was like, oh, here we are. I'm a bit skeptical too. I'm like, oh yeah, the crown, the crowns are hard. All right. Yeah. Righto. And uh, saw it and I'm like, whoa, it's true. It is true. Um, so really, really cool confirmation. Um, but yeah, that's what the crown looks like psychically in some people. So as a baby, you know, they should all kind of look like that. You would assume. So I check to make, you know, sure whether they're larger or smaller, you know, it can show whether there's blockages and stuff like that. If they're over, you know, quite big, um, it can show that there's a blockage um, that needs to be sort of removed. Uh, but also in pregnant women, uh, the solar plexus chakra is humongous. Uh, and also the third eye, and that explains why women who are pregnant have uh, very vivid dreams and things like that. So the uh, solar plexus and um, our third eye chakras are both very enlarged when you are pregnant. So if the chakras remain out of alignment and we're not getting healing and, and doing other things to sort of balance them, then that's, that's when your physical ailments appear. So that's when we get quite sick. Um, so we want to make sure that we get regular healings, whatever that looks like for you, to balance those chakras so that we don't end up in um, you know, a state of illness or uh, disease. Lauren, have you got anything to uh, add to that? Oh, no, I don't. But I will go over what the seven chakras are now. So I think it's important that we sort of talk about what the seven main chakras are. Um, there are lots more chakras and we are going to talk about a new chakra that I recently discovered, but uh, you'll have to wait around for that. So let's talk about the seven main chakras. So Michelle's already alluded to them, but what I'll do is I'll just kind of quickly go through them to kind of give you a little bit of an overview and, if, and uh, just a reminder in case you aren't sure. Yeah, I only mentioned the top of bottom. Yeah. yeah. So the root chakra is basically the very bottom chakra, and this is the one that represents our foundation. So on the human body, it's the base of the spine, and it really helps us with being grounded. Now, when the root chakra is open, we can actually feel confident. We can um, feel a little bit more secure in our ability to withstand challenges, and we can really sort of stand on our two feet and really feel secure and on the ground. I will say that... Um, one of the things that I learned recently is that negativity really sort of trickles down and it's a really heavy energy. So very often, if we are surrounded by a lot of negative people, our root chakra might be affected by that, as well as our earth star chakra, which is the one I'm going to talk about in, uh, in a couple of minutes. So basically, the color of the root chakra is red. The element is earth. And then the stone that can really help to um, the crystal that's associated with that one is uh, hematite. And actually, it's funny because after I did my unicorn meditation this morning, I was like, damn, girl, you got a crown. So I went and I got my hematite necklace, which I'm wearing right now, which is for me really works really well. So I think sometimes there's a lot of stones you can use for grounding, but you just kind of find the one that really feels good to you and then you use that. Okay. So second one is the sacral chakra. So that's one just up from the root. 
Okay, and this one is orange and the element is water. One of the crystals associated with that one are tiger's eye. So this one is a lot about your sense of abundance, your well-being, pleasure, sexuality. This basically helps us to connect to how we're relating to emotions and also the emotions of others. And it has to do with creativity as well. Uh, Michelle, jump in anytime to the. I you just want to add wanted anything. to explain where in the body because some people do ask me that, and it's just below the navel. So it really, is if you think of womb space in a woman, um, where your womb would be if you're a male, uh, but it's just below navel. Just wanted to add that. Perfect. Uh, okay, next one is the solar plexus. So this one is the middle. Michelle was just talking about it in relation to um, pregnant moms. So the solar. Uh, solar plexus chakra is a big one for me i can tell you that right now so basically if you are uh if your solar plexus is blocked you might feel uh, shame or self-doubt <clears throat> when you are able to clear that stuff it really allows you to fully express yourself and, and to well I, for me it's about standing in your power because of the self-confidence the self-esteem the self-worth that comes from making sure that that chakra is optimal so the color of that one is yellow and the stone associated with that one is going to be amber. Next, we move up to the next chakra, which is the yep. lane where it is as well. Um, and it may seem obvious for most people, but some people don't know. It's in that squishy bit under the between the rib cage. So if you go down where all your bones are, and then inside that, uh, basically the rib cage inside the squishy bit there, um, where you can push on it. Um, that's where you feel your panic, anxiety, all that sort of stuff, your based emotions. Um, Butterflies inside the rib cage. Yeah. Perfect. So the heart chakra, do you want to talk about where this is located? Uh, I think that should be fairly self-explanatory for the listener at home, Lauren, but uh, thank you for the offer. <laughs> okay. Well, it's sort of like more in the middle though, right? Because sometimes people think their heart is more. It's on the left. left yeah. It's the in the heart middle. chakra is more. Correct. Yeah. Um, so this one is green and it controls love, joy, inner peace. It, the element is air. So basically, as the name suggests, it can affect our ability to receive and to give love. So if you're having a challenge with giving or receiving love, you might want to look at bringing, you know, some more clarity, some more cleansing to your heart chakra space. This is something that we're going to go over too. Michelle's got a lot of awesome tips and tricks to help you with this. Um, one thing that I always think that we've mentioned in shows before is sometimes I'll be at the grocery store and I'll notice that I have a certain type like everything's sort of a certain type of color sometimes. And very often I end up being lot, buying lots of green, which probably doesn't, you know, it's not surprising you're buying vegetables and things like that. But sometimes mm. I think maybe there's an overabundance of green because maybe on some level maybe I'm needing to receive love or give love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with okay, the heart chakra one, too, Lauren, yeah. sorry. Um, can I just add the um, heart chakra? Yes, it's in the middle, but also um, it does have two colors. So it is green on the front, but it's pink on the back. So the heart chakra has two chakras front and back. I know we're only doing sort of, you know, the main ones, but do let's have a back one as well. And that is green. So you can also use the green stones, uh, sorry, pink stones, rose quartz and all of that um, for the heart, unconditional love, all of that. So it does have the two colors. The other colors are all sort of the same. They're all uniform, but the heart's the only one with the uh, two colors. I didn't know that. That's very cool. Yeah, front and back heart Why is it that more common? Is it because it's they talk like about it in, incorporating they talk about it in yoga a lot? That's that's where I first heard it when I was doing yoga. Yeah, they're like um, honoring the front and back, you know, pink or green, whichever one you want to visualize. They usually reference both, um, both sides. So when I'm healing the body, I do the back of heart and front of heart. Um, yeah, so it's back of heart is, I guess, oh. that support and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, throat chakra is in the middle. So the color for this one is light blue, turquoise. 
it's a lot about communication, self-expression and truth. Uh, with somebody, if somebody has a blocked throat chakra, basically they will have a hard time with finding the words to speak what they really mean. Or sometimes, I don't know about you, Michelle, but I feel like sometimes if people have, um, maybe their voice isn't very strong, maybe it's really timid, or maybe it's really quiet, or maybe they have a sore throat a lot of the times, or they're coughing a lot. Uh, that for me is kind of an indicator that there might be some sort of hesitation with speaking or you know, really talking, like sharing their voice. It affects thyroid a lot too. I have a lot of women with thyroid issues and a lot of them were the ones who were told to be quiet. They were silenced. You know, a lot of the time it's childhood mm-hmm. stuff. Like when you're being told to be quiet or you've got like a partner who's very dominant. Um, I have a lot of female clients who've been through that and they um, all have um, thyroid hypo or hyperthyroidism, which can lead to Hashimoto's and like a lot of physical ailments. So the throat is really important, really important. Mm. I'll actually put a link to somebody I interviewed last year on the Rara podcast who actually helps people with speaking. She's like mm-hmm. a, a singer and she's got an amazing story. And she, she was the one that really sort of showed me and explained to me that, you know, sometimes, you know, especially as women will say something and then we'll, we'll kind of almost minimize it with like mm. different words, like, or we'll laugh or we'll go, if that makes sense, you know, mm. saying things like that. Um, and she was talking a lot about some of her clients who, yeah, really have timid voices that they they speak like they're there. It's not actually their authentic voice. Mm. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes in case our listener at home is interested in, in knowing more. So the element of the throat is uh, sound and then the stone for that would be aquamarine. Um, and I know Michelle's going to go into lots more about crystals and all these sort of things a little bit later. So she'll be talking about um, different ways that you can also accentuate your, your chakra centers with other types of crystals. Okay. The next one is the third eye chakra. And this is one that I'm really personally working on at the moment. It, um, it controls your intuition, your imagination, wisdom, the color is dark blue or purple. And then the, the element is light. And then the stone for that is amethyst. So basically the third eye chakra controls our ability to see the big picture and connect to our intuition. So uh, many people talk about it being, you know, the eye of the soul, And so it refers to registering information on a surface level. And then you can also get visions, um, which are pretty common when your third eye chakra is open. And I I think we'll probably have to talk about the third eye again in our next episode when we're talking about intuition. Yeah. So I guess I'm kind of wondering for you, uh, Michelle, like, well, for someone like myself, I'm really working on um, being open to seeing more. And I really feel that I kind of have been afraid of that gift. Mm. So I'm just kind of reminding myself all the time that it's okay to see and I can see clear clearly and I can see with love and this sort of thing. But one thing that I do know for sure is that I I do, I am wanting to walk before I run because when I've tried that before I got overwhelmed and it really had devastating consequences. So um, yeah, I just thought I would give you, if you wanted to talk at all about the third eye before I continue up the chain. The only thing I wanted to say was um, to avoid com- uh, confusion as well, because you mentioned violet, because I referenced the, um, I guess the crown space is violet. Um, the other color that people um, associate with this is indigo, the third eye. Uh, third eye, third yeah. eye too. I just, just like want to say it is between blue, the right? eyebrows because 
I thought everyone sort of knew that, but um, I was talking about third eye the other day and someone was saying they thought it was in the middle of their forehead because sometimes in, um, I guess, different drawings and representations of things, sometimes I'll have a picture of an eye and it's sitting like up here a bit higher. Um, but the third eye, you know, where I feel it when I'm touching that particular crystal that connects to third eye, um, and there's different ones which I'll outline in a bit, but uh, it is between the eyebrows and some people think it's a bit higher than that. So you will feel, if you're using your third eye, you will generally feel a pressure, tingling, you know, sensation between the third eye and that can indicate that it's active. Um, but I did have a lady, Lauren, interestingly, who had never dreamt, a client of mine, um, and she literally never remembered a dream. She believes she's dreaming, but she's ne just never has any recall. And um, she listened to a starseed meditation um, between our mentorship sessions. And all of a sudden, just a starseed meditation, bang, she's dreaming every night, recalling everything. She's exhausted because she's never remembered a dream in her life. And now she's just dreaming like <laughs> lucid, walking around. She's flying. She's traveling into other galaxies. She's going everywhere just wow. from the starseed meditation. And um, she really wanted to dream. And it was weird because that week I was talking about star seeds. That's what I was talking about. Activation, star seeds, la, 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 la. She listens to the meditation, boom, it happened. So, you know, it's incredible. So that's one way, I guess, to switch it on. But that was really, I guess, using her intuition, listening to me, then using her intuition to go, all right, I might do that thing, you know. Um, but, yeah, that, that just worked for her and it was unbelievable. Now she's exhausted. <laughs> she's dreaming all the time. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I always find the color indigo is hard to explain. So it's like blue, purple it's like a combination. Very deep blue. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel it's a bit easier because yeah. otherwise people are like, oh, it's all purple. What's the purple? You know, how is it different? You know, like, yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. And then the crown chakra is at the very top of the head. It is uh, violet. About, some people also think it's white because I talked to someone recently and she connects it with being white, whereas I connect it with being violet. You can say white violet. or purple. Yeah, white or violet. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's indigo there. So, very deep sort of blue, like deeper than the throat. Throat's oh, yeah. blue. Yeah. 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 Okay. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, so I guess, you know, when I'm imagining my crown chakra, I do see it as being violet, but then I see it as being multicolor also sort of. Like it's almost mm. a combination of silver and white and purple but mostly purple hues is what i pick up from that mm -hmm. what about for yourself do you is your do you see yours just, as being i guess i just visualize it as um violet but when you're doing meditations um and when i'm guiding people often i will say i visualize a white light above your crown space breathing in the white light you know da 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 so i guess i, I yeah. do visualize white light for that purpose oh i um, do that yeah yeah, yeah. um but there but are I just imagine that as being like source energy yes yeah it is um but some people will reference uh, during meditations as well that the um you know crown is white like i think the seven chakra meditation that you were talking about before off air the insight timer one she references it being yeah. white i'm pretty sure so yeah, oh, okay. it just depends on the individual, but I, I sort of associate with the, um, the violet, violet's the highest healing color available. And I just feel like that's the, you know, up the top violet. So, um, yeah. Mm. So yeah, one. this one sits at the top of our head and it's connected to spirituality. And, uh, when you fully open up your crown chakra, uh, like Michelle's client, <laughs> then you're able to access higher consciousness is kind of like your ticket in there. So basically it's, uh, it controls your inner and your outer beauty and your spiritual connection. And um, like Michelle was talking about, there's a lot of meditations that you actually bring down the white light through your crown and then you kind of 
run it through your whole body and sort of clear everything out from that way. So it's sort of, um, I guess for me, I always think about it as a little bit of a gateway, a little bit of like a portal to spirit, like a door really. So um, the element for that one, um, according to this website I was looking at, they say divine consciousness. I'm not really sure that's an element, but anyway, and then the stone to connect with that is clear quartz. Um, but I know Michelle's going to go into that a little bit more in depth. So that's kind of a really quick summary on the seven main chakras. And um, that's pretty much what we're going to be focusing on today. But then I will talk about the earth star chakra next. Awesome. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah. Look, one of the things I did this morning, Lauren, I try and do you know as much as I can. I do mostly at home, but once a week I get outdoors and do yoga. And I think this is a really good way. And we've spoken about this kind of in our early days of podcasting together, that um, yoga is really great to do but in terms of the balance you know everything is yin yang so if we're going to do yoga you know and we're going to do a more active exercise in the same morning um then it's probably recommended we do the active exercise and then finish with the yoga so i won't do anything super active on a friday because i do yoga very early in the morning so i'm not going to get it go out to the gym at 4 a.m um so i'll do yoga and then i'll sort of get about my business and do my readings and that sort of thing but if it's a day when i've got a bit more time um, i'll do more active exercise first and then probably finish with yoga because it's essentially like a warm down then you know using it as like stretches so you know when people get injuries a lot of the time it's because they haven't warmed up they haven't stretched they haven't you know warmed down warming up and warming down it's all part of the balance isn't it it's like you can go out there and do your run and do your high jumping or do whatever you're doing but you do have to have the warm up and the warm down and a lot of the time we don't do that um, or sometimes we don't we get injuries so really important to balance all of that out um you know the best thing about yoga i think lauren is the um balance because it's you work both sides you know the yoga instructor and sometimes they you know forget the side but you know most of the time they do both sides and that's the balance, you know? So if you're doing all one side, like when I was saying I did animal flow and I woke up in a lot of pain and it took a long time for me to get back into um, you know, balance with that because I really felt out of alignment after I did that because I basically worked all on one side of the body for an hour and a half or two hours. And um, yeah, it left me in all sorts. So yoga, uh, really good for balancing both sides of the body. Um, did you want to add anything there, Lauren, if I continue or? No, you go ahead, yeah. Um, yoga is so, so important and... Yeah, yeah. It, saves, it saved my life, I think, in a lot of ways. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of lives. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Moving meditation is yeah. what I call yoga. Uh, frequency is the other important thing here. So to achieving balance in the body, um, the earth has a vibration um, and our bodies do as well. So the chakras have their own vibration too because it's sort of the energy bodies. Um, we've got a physical body as well. But we're all made up of atoms. Everything is energy. That's why we can see spirit and communicate to spirit. And that's what I teach people. So we can use a lot of different instruments. Uh, tuning forks are great. My mentor really promotes these a lot. She uses them a lot. She's got the whole kit. Uh, she gave me her little book on tuning forks and how they work in uh, tuning the different parts of the body. Um, now, I like singing bowls personally because you can sort of play them for quite a while. They go on for quite a while. Um, tuning forks uh, are really good. You know, they're very specific. You hold them over the body, whereas the bowls you sort of play on the ground. But you can play some bowls over the body. Japanese bowls um, are metal and you can play them over the body. One of my fabulous ladies up here on the Sunshine Coast, Yoko, does Japanese singing bowls. She is Japanese um, and she's incredible. She plays them physically on the body and it is one of the best healings, uh, honestly, that I've ever had in my life. So I don't have those. Um, they're very expensive. Each bowl is about $3,000. Um, so very, very expensive. And she has, uh, I don't know how many she's got, maybe four or five. It's a big investment. A big investment. Wow. Um, I also recently came across, uh, and I actually forgot to put it in my notes, but I might put it into the show notes, uh, the 
alchemy bowls, crystal alchemy bowls. So these are about 2,300, um, so not as expensive, but they are made out of crystal, but they're alchemy. So they've got gold in them and Moldavite, which is uh, from a meteorite, I think. Um, so crystal alchemy bowls. So they're over two grand and they are just beautiful and they are actually said to be uh, helping you connect to so it's, it works on the crown space and it helps you connect to the divine. So spirit guides, ancestors, um, ascended masters, I should say, angels, all of that sort of realm. So crystal alchemy bowls, depending on what you want to do. And if you want to balance that part of you know the body, um, they work on the crown, getting you that connection to the spirit world. So it depends on what you're trying to do here. But basically, you know, each of the chakras um, is tuned um, it, to a particular note. So F is heart, F, um, you know, the tone F. Uh, so I've got a bowl, I've got a solar plexus, sacral and heart, and they've all got different tones. Um, so when people come into the room and I play, you know, a particular bowl, a lot of people will go, oh my God, like that's way too much, like the top of their head's lifting off and they feel like there's a plane taking off in their head and some of them will feel like it's like this whoosh, whoosh kind of sound. Um, that means that you're out of alignment and you need to come back in because if I'm playing the bowls and they sound oh yeah, that sounds fine. Don't really notice it. Um, everything's good. So that's how you can tell. So if you want to try and rebalance your chakras, um, bowls are really great for that. Um, I buy my own and I've got a root chakra bowl coming uh, next week as well. So I'm going to have the whole set eventually, but that's how you can tell. So if it sounds overwhelming, um, you need to you know do some work there. If it sounds completely fine, then uh, you're good in that particular area. So a really good way to clear blockages and also to move forward in your life. Um, I managed to heal my sacral um, just by you know, doing a lot of meditations. I had a distance healing and I bought the bowl. And uh, by the time I got the bowl and I've been doing all these other meditations, lineage clearings and stuff, it didn't affect me at all. So um, yeah, really, really cool. doesn't have to take a long time, Lauren. That's the key. Now um, you have something to talk about here. So uh, I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more in depth when we talk in our next show about the intuition, because I was kind of led down this path following the breadcrumbs of life and take and taking them <laughs> and i started reading or when i say reading i mean actually listening to the book um the the female archangels by claire stone which i've mentioned in our last show and it's just absolutely amazing i'm just at the conclusion now and it's so sensational and uh one of the archangels that she was talking about is archangel shekinah and archangel shekinah is a lot about uh, the grounding and being in the present being now one of the things that i struggle with in my life is uh being present um it's something that i'm i'm way better at now um than i was five five years ago let's say but you know i do have these moments sometimes where i'm less present than at other times yoga has really helped me with that going out into into nature uh doing grounding exercises just doing, bringing in and inviting presence into my life and taking opportunities to be quiet have been really helpful for me. But one of the things that I was learning about was about the Earth Star Chakra. And this is the uh, Lady Shakina can really help you with the Earth Star Chakra. So I'll put a link to Claire Stone's website because you can actually download or pay for her meditations. And there is an Earth Star Chakra meditation within that. But basically the Earth Star Chakra, and had you heard of that bush? You would have heard of it before. I've Michelle. heard of the term, but I, I don't use it on a daily basis. Okay. So basically it's located around, you know, eight to 12 inches below the bottom of the feet. So the earth star chakra is a, like allows us to feel stable and grounded. 
And so what I realized, and I think I shared this in our dream episode, is that I often dream of being up high and not being able to come down and things like that. And somebody recommended or told me that basically it's because I'm too much in my head. And so one of the things that I realized after learning about the Earth Star Chakra is that for myself, it's really an instrumental thing that I need to learn about and clear and, and use. Uh, and for the purpose that I, I mentioned earlier, which is that negativity is really heavy energy. So if uh, you're not spending time being present, I don't know about you, but sometimes you can overthink stuff. Or if you're susceptible to energy as I am being empathic, sometimes if I'm not clearing that, I feel like that kind of like trickles down and it, it's really like a heavy energy and it's not grounding me in a way. It's just kind of like, it's just this negativity there. So it's really important to sort of clear that. So the earth star chakra basically anchors the entire chakra system. And it's really connected to Mother Earth. So it's connected to Gaia. So one of the things that I'm realizing about the Earth Star Chakra is that it's connected to a lot of the personal energy. And so if you're somebody who is having a hard time being in the present or feeling grounded, I think that you might want to look into the Earth Star Chakra. So there are different ways that you can look at clearing it. There's different crystals that you can do. There's um, different ways that you can balance and connect. But one little trick that I will give you in this show that I learned from Claire. So you basically go out onto the onto your, your lawn, bare feet if you can. I, I wear my shoes at the moment because it's really muddy here. And anyway, but bare feet would be better. And you kind of stand on the earth and you sort of bounce up and down a little bit. And you kind of imagine that the earth star chakra is below your feet, about eight to 12 inches below. And you sort of imagine it, maybe it's kind of in your mind's eye, you might get a feeling that it's sort of oily, like black kind of. And as you are sort of bouncing up and down, it's almost like the oil sort of trickling out of that and it's clearing. And you kind of just do that until you feel like it's clear. So that would just be a really easy way of sort of getting started. I'm not an expert on the earth star energy or the earth star chakra. So I'm not going to elaborate more on that. I'm just going to say that this is an exercise I'm starting to use. It's also a, um, a chakra that I'm looking to activate more because I do want to be grounded. And especially as I'm interested in developing my intuition more and being more connected to spirit, I recognize that it's really important that I still stay within the earth because I live here. <laughs> and when I haven't done that in the past, it has not been good. So, uh, yeah, I'll put a link to this in the show notes though. So you can get a little bit more information. I'll also put a link to, uh, some information on Archangel Shekinah because she is just so cool. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Cause I, I just think for me, it's been sort of a missing link that I've only recently discovered. So, yes. With the bouncing, Lauren, um, were you, you were sort of up on your toes and sort of landing on heels or yes, landing were you doing on that? Heels. Or? That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what felt good I to me. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was what it was. But you taught me that I've before heard, um, too when like I was people just, working at the restaurant. Yeah, people have said to me that. it's a really good way to ground, yeah, through the heels. But, um, yeah, I was some sort of visualizing the earth star. But, um, yeah, it's good. Good tip. I like that a lot. Um so uh, Tools are uh, getting into the Spirits Up business podcast, uh, the Spirits Up segment uh, brought to you by my business this week, Lawrence, and Michelle R. Price of Lightworker. I'm Michelle R. Price of Lightworker on Facebook. I am on the other social media pages. I'm a medium, so connect to past over loved ones. I also am an Oracle card reader, and I do have my animal tarot. I have one tarot deck. 
uh, but not, not experienced tarot reader. Let me just put that out there. Uh, but I do like to connect to spirit, give you some guidance and that sort of thing. A lot of people need that at the moment. I'm also a healer, which a lot of people need. I did I think eight healings or something on Monday and um, taught Reiki on Tuesday and then had like three more healings in the afternoon. It's just so many healings required at the moment. And I'm doing a lot over distance because a lot of people are in other states, you know, in lockdown and homeschooling and whatnot. So I'm just doing an epic amount of healings, um, a healing, a poor lady who's 40 weeks pregnant who'd had a fight with her mom and had a broken heart. And I'm like, Oh my God, um, about to give birth. So yeah, a lot of healings at the moment. So if we need any of that, I do do a lot over distance. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Um, Michelle, I price the light work on Facebook. I'm also uh, a Reiki master. So I teach Reiki. I practice pranic energy healing and I'm a mentor. So I teach you how to develop and discover your gifts. So if any of that tickles your fancy, Michelle, I price the light work on Facebook. Lauren, did you have anything to mention in this part of the segment or do you want me to just get into the frequency? No, I'm happy for you to talk about the frequency and then I'll mention the meditation that we alluded to earlier because it's a good one. You you take it away. Awesome. I will, I will sort of start with the crystals actually, just because you were just talking about sort of, you know, uh, crystals and bouncing and, you know, that sort of stuff, the star chakras. So it may make sense for me to sort of get into that first. Um, but I recommend using crystals to balance the chakras and clear quartz, Laura mentioned for the crown space, it actually covers every chakra in the body. So clear quartz, because of its clear color, uh, it actually will help because, you know, it's all about the colors of the crystals, really. We're linking the colors of the crystals often apart from hematite to the color of the chakra in the body. So at a basic level, you know, what Lauren said with the hematite is probably a little bit more advanced, but with your, um, you know, basics that if you look for a ruby, if you look for a gun, if you look for a red jasper, all of those crystals are going to align with the root chakra. And it really is about you picking up the crystal, feeling what it feels like. If it works for you, great. You know, you'll, you'll sort of know, you know, you don't want to put it down basically. Um, but the clear quartz, because it's like, you know, white absorbs um, or reflects all the colors. Clear quartz has all the colors, basically. So um, it can align with all of the chakras. It's an amplifier. Um, it helps raise the frequency because it's very high vibrational. So clear quartz is an excellent one to have. It can be a bit full on for some people though, um, but it does align with all the chakras in the body. Opal also helps balance all the chakras. And when I say opal, it's the ones with all the colors in. So some of the opals, they'll have the greens, the blues, the reds, the yellows, like, you know, all the different colors. And basically that means it aligns with all the, you know, chakras in the body as well. So you're looking again for the colors, um, but not everyone has enough money to buy opal because it's very expensive. Um, but that's what you want to sort of look for. So amethyst, really good for healing crown space. It's not just connecting to crown space or higher awareness. It also heals crown space. So if you have had damage in that part of your body, and sometimes if you have had addiction, it does damage the crown space. It can damage other chakras too, but it does often damage the crown space. So Amethyst is an excellent one for healing crown space. And that gives you access back to your inner voice, um, that voice that tells you this is a good thing or a bad thing to do. Um, so your inner reasoning, really. It also helps open the third eye, which is indigo uh, in color, which we spoke about earlier, that very, very deep blue color. Um, amethyst associates with the third eye. And a lot of crystals do have that sort of little overlap. So they've got a main job, but they also tie into another one. So lapis lazuli is excellent for throat space. We talked about thyroid, you know, all of those sorts of things that can come from a throat space that isn't active and assists with communication, but it also works with the third eye too. So I've got a little piece of lapis that I use. It's Egyptian. Um, it's an angel, angelic form, uh, very, very deep blue. It's meant Beautiful. to represent the night sky, the galaxy, because of the little flecks of gold through it. So uh, it does time with throat space, but also connects to third eye. So when I touch that one, I feel my third eye switch on and I have amazing dreams. So I sleep with that little angel in my hand sometimes to assist with my dreams. 
So lapis lazuli um, is a really good one. Most crystals serve several purposes, but at a basic level, if you match your crystal color to the chakra color, you really can't go wrong. But just see what you're drawn to. You know, you might go to a crystal shop and get something entirely different to what you thought you were going to get. One of the ones I do want to mention though is labradite. Labradite is amazing. It's um, It can have beautiful colors. Mine's very dark, but it's got a nice sort of sheen depending on the light, you know, what Gorgeous. light you've got going on in the room. Um, but it's actually for Lauren, who's an empath, it's a shield. So Labradite actually acts as a shield for people who are, are empathic. So I mentioned it to a lot of mums with kids. That's um, funny. Really I'm wearing it right now. And, yeah. I'm wearing it right oh, now, yeah, but I have a, a lighter, I have a lighter color. I just picked it up when I was a like, lighter one. Yeah. 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 And that's what you mean. That's intuition. Again, that's what we're talking about next week. It's like, I just picked it up and put it on, yeah. you know, uh, because we know, you know, often I do put hematite on, I've got a necklace, which is made of hematite. And it feels like it makes me feel like Wonder Woman when I'm wearing it. Um, it yes. literally feels like I'm putting my armor on. I clink it together. It's got a little magnet to hold the two ends together. And um, it makes me feel like Wonder Woman. I'm like, no one can touch me. I've got nothing, you know, there's just, yeah, yeah. it's like a protection thing. Um, I wanted to recommend as well, um, Rochelle Shaman's Crystal Healing Deck. Uh, it's one of my favorites and it's got all the cards and it. it's got like a lot of cards. It's got 80 or 90 cards and it's all the different crystals and it associates with like an emotion or whatever. It's a very simple deck. It's just got the crystal and then like the emotion or whatever attached to it. Um, but that's how I sort of attune to the body. So when I have people come to me for healing, so often I'll use that deck and I'll go, all right, we're targeting definitely heart space, definitely crown space, definitely third eye, whatever it is. Um, and then we kind of talk around that. And often that gives me an idea of what's going on in that person's life by using that particular deck. So it's a really good one, Rochelle Sharman. I have heard that she's based up here on the Sunshine Coast where I live, um, but I haven't actually looked her up. Um, but yeah, the, the cards will show you where you're going. Um, I also just wanted to briefly mention, I will have a link in the show notes to that. Um, but with the frequency, and I did mention this sort of earlier, but music is a really great way to rebalance the chakras in the body. So solfeggio, unusual spelling, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O. I will put this into the show notes as well. Solfeggio, miracle tone is sort of the, the basic one. And I use this in all my readings. So solfeggio, miracle tone. I can't put all the links to everything in there, but if you've got Spotify, you can just look up solfeggio and then you can just target, you know, different parts of the body. So I use miracle tone in my readings. I also use a higher one, which is about that's 432 hertz. So that's the frequency of the earth. Then we got to 541, I think it is. And I use that one if I'm connecting up to sometimes spirit guides, um, angels, um, 700, 800 hertz, you know, will definitely get you up there. But some people who are sitting here aren't at that frequency. So I may feel my clients like, oh, it's a bit grinding for them and I have to put it back down. So just, you know, if you want to elevate, if you want to reawaken, if you want to, you know, awaken your gifts, your spiritual gifts, you know, connect to your guides, all that sort of stuff. The music you're putting on is really important. Don't just, you know, chuck on a meditation tune. You want to make sure the hertz are correct. So making sure it's, yeah, your 432s, 541s, uh, 741, I think it is an eight, you know, maybe 52 or something, but you kind of work your way up to that. And that depends, um, that will tune into that particular, um, you know, body part, but it'll also give you access to the um, higher realms. So depending on what you want to do. Uh, but the frequency is really awesome. So Solfeggio is your new best friend if you're listening at, to this at home. But also if you're doing, if you're working from home and stuff like that, it's good to have all of that stuff sort of playing in the background. Um, you know, I, um, as I mentioned before, I healed my sacral chakra, you know, really, really quickly just by doing the um, Solfeggio sacral tone. So the tone for sacral chakra played that in the background. It was just going all the time, all the time, all the time. And it becomes, you know, white noise. Like I don't even really notice it um, as it's playing. And then I had a distance healing, got the bowl 
and then I was all done. You know, it didn't affect me at all. So um, this sort of healing and rebalancing doesn't have to take a lifetime, you know, but it is maintenance. It is doing the yoga. It is doing the other things we've talked about today, um, you know, to kind of keep those body parts in balance. And the biggest thing is probably diet, really. I mean, we didn't even mention that, but balance in the body, uh, balancing the chakras. Um, for me to be able to do readings yes. and stuff like that, I'm vegan. I don't have um, heavy meals, um, plant-based. Um, so, you know, watching the amount of soy that you're having as well. Sometimes when you go vegan, a lot of people eat soy products, but watching that as well, because that, you know, can cause um, imbalance in the estrogen mm. in the body. So, um, you know, your, your diet, just to throw that in as well, is um, really important to uh, achieving balance in the body, Lauren. Yeah, no, that's so good. I love that you mentioned all those things. And one thing I do want to mention just in relation to the music, because this is something I learned a while ago, is that we also want to be careful of the lyrics that we're listening to in our uh, in our songs because very often those lyrics actually become mantras and after i i was reminded of that i, I remember i was listening to this song and it was a really cool dance song it was like and and the guy was singing and he goes and i fear i'm falling apart and it was basically a, a really gorgeous song but about losing his mother and this the chorus was and i feel i'm falling apart and i remember singing it and going wait a minute, I don't, I don't want that to be my mantra. So sometimes just being aware of all these different elements and all these different things that we invite into our life and we, that we, you know, spend time focusing on, they really do become a reality. Uh, I was, I was also mm. listening to another song by Stormzy, which is one of the most gorgeous songs ever. I sent it to Michelle. I don't know if you ever listened to it. It's, it's a hip hop song, mm, but I did. the chorus in it, he was talking time. about, um, Although I've been broken, he's talking about um, how God saved him. So he's saying, although I've been broken, I know I'm not worthy. Um, you came and you fixed me and I'm blinded by your grace. And I've changed the lyrics. So when I'm singing it to my head, I go, I know I am worthy instead of I, I know I'm not worthy. So sometimes we can do little things like that if we want. I just thought I would bring that up because I just thought it was really cool. Um, mm. The only thing that I want to offer- It's a good in, point, Lauren. Yeah. I just wanted to say, can I just add to that? You know, you think about teenagers and a lot of them are listening to like the real- heavy like full-on like you know like um a lot of kids like eminem i love eminem i think eminem's amazing but there is a lot of like pain and passion yeah. and you know all of that and that kid that you know i read for the guy in spirit he loved eminem and he um he lost his uh battle with cancer and he was pretty angry and he came through singing one of the eminem songs and i just it made me think wow you know you think about teenagers and the music they listen to and really it's like an outlet you know really it's like a way for them to express what they're feeling through the music. And I think it does represent where you are in your life. Cause you go through those phases, listening to guns and roses and like poison and, you know, Pell jam and all of those guys. And then you kind of come out and now we're listening to me. I spend all day listening to like meditation music. So it does, you know, really reflect where you're at. And Katie Underwood, who used to be in pop stars um, and in Bardot with Sophie Monk, Katie Underwood um, is now a meditation coach. She does sound mm -hmm. healing, you know, all of that. And she said, Michelle, I love being in the disco. I love being in the club. But she's like, this is my life now. You know, I'm a wife, you know, I've got a family, like it's just different. And so it's just, you know, she's not doing that scene anymore. So it is kind of a reflection, I guess, of where you're at in your life, which is amazing. Really, really cool. It's so good. And I think knowing that, you know, it's important to change sometimes if something, if you're doing something that no longer fits you anymore, paying attention to mm -hmm. that and just allowing yourself the freedom to just step into who you are. I, I was interviewing a woman the other day and she was talking about how, you know, she moved to a new location and she was so excited because it allowed her 
to become who she truly is. Because she said, nobody knows me here. I can be whoever I want to be. I really think that we need to look yeah. at that all the time and, and see if we can mm. cannot stand more and, and become more authentically who we are. Uh, so the other thing yeah. I will say, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, is that there's a really fabulous in, um, meditation on insight timer, which goes and cleanses your chakras. And for me, it was one of the most beautifully written meditations I've heard mm. ever. One of my favorites. Yeah. And it truly yeah. is just so special. And I think it starts off and you think, oh, I know where this is going to go, but you don't. It changes every single mm -hmm. chakra is a different experience. Mm -hmm. And it's really it's really powerful and really special. So put a link to that in the show notes. And if you don't have insight timer, you can download it for free. So you have nothing to lose. Yeah. Mm, it's a good one. That one. Love it. Yeah. You recommended that to me and I was like, wow, life-changing. Um, Lauren, coming up in the next podcast and we have spoken a bit about it, but uh, being guided by intuition is what we're going to be talking about. So I don't, probably don't need to go into much information about that. It's pretty clear, but it is uh, really connected into that third eye chakra that we've been talking about this week. And there was a lot of examples in our show today about how we can be guided by, you know, what happens when we listen to our intuition and uh, the higher awareness, I kind of kick in there as well. We may talk a bit about that, the um, little area above crown space. It is our inner voice um, telling us what's uh, good to do and what's not so good to do. So um, yeah, that's been a really good, uh, really good episode this week. And I think a lot of, um, again, a lot of great information in there. I know a lot of my mentorship clients are listening to this um, and they are going back to the beginning so it's, it's great. You know, I think Lauren and I've covered a lot of different um, things and we do try to add in uh, new stuff as well. And um, so I hope that the listener at home is enjoying what they're hearing. So I just wanted to add that because I know a lot of my mentorship clients are listening. Yes, I hope they are too. So Lauren, that has been, yeah, yeah. Um, that has been the business in the front. Oh, oh, I did this last week. I did this last week. I get it right at the beginning. I get it right at the end. <laughs> that has been the Spirits Up Business Podcast. And we thank you for listening. If you loved what you heard today, thank you for listening. If you loved what you heard today, please tell all your friends and family. Um, I am aiming to get everything up on socials, but uh, every week I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to find the time. Uh, working seven days a week, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but we will have that presence back. We will also start to do those uh, live videos. We love doing Facebook lives and stuff like that. So we'll um, do another one of those soon, I'm sure. Uh, but if you did love what you heard today, tell everyone, uh, let us know if you do have topics you would like us to talk about. There's something that's of interest to you. Uh, we also get special guests on. If you think there's someone we should talk to, please uh, give us a, a hoi. Uh, we are on Facebook and um, Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest and every uh, every social media site you can imagine. Uh, but that's been a really great episode this week, Lauren. So, um, yeah, we'll chat next week. Yes, talk to you then. Thank you.